welcome to Real Talk episode 62. I'm Todd, this is AJ, Yo. and you know we're back. Here we are. <laughs> Ready to roll. Finger guns. Really excited. You know I love finger guns. I'm a big believer in it. It's uh, one of the first inside <laughs> jokes we ever had was about finger guns. It was a shabba ding dong. <laughs> Shout out to Sydney as well. She That's loves right. the old finger guns that I yep. sometimes. She'll probably never watch this. But thank you guys so much for being here. I should say, those of you that are watching for 10 seconds, watch, watch longer. Watch right. 15 seconds. <clears throat> or even longer. <laughs> well, uh, what is Real Talk? Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about God, life, the Bible, and everything in between. You'll notice up above a link at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. That link will enable you to ask anonymous questions or topics, give topics, that will be entered into a database. As I said, it's completely anonymous. Could not find you if we tried. If you're listening from the podcast, you can access that from your phone as well at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. So we're really excited about our, our podcast fam that's Absolutely. growing steadily. Just a little milestone real quick. We've actually reached over 100 downloads. All right. Thank you. Thank you podcast guys Podcast fam. The, the Pam. The Pam. The pod fam. Pan or no? Family is F-A-M. Makes sense. Podcast. Yeah. This is why people don't listen past 10 seconds. So, uh, yeah, so we're excited to be here. 62 episodes in. That's right. Interesting time in our world. Coming to, in our country, in our state, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in Indiana, for those that are listening outside. And we are kind of opening up slowly. We're in phase yeah. one, phase I believe. Phase one of five, right? Yeah, so uh, we'll talk about that. There's been some interesting things that I feel like I've kind of noticed already. Yeah. So... But anyway, we like to start off by just letting everyone know how we're doing and if anything's happened in our week. Last couple of weeks, we've had a pretty good show, I think. Oh, and, absolutely. Um, we just sort of dove into sharing our hearts, man, and letting the conversation um, lead where it goes. And it seems as though a lot of people resonate with that. Absolutely, man. You know, um, being part, you know, as a Christian, I think a lot of a lot of misconceptions with being a Christian is people don't realize, like, hey, we're supposed to kind of wear our hearts on our sleeves, yeah. you know? To some, for absolutely, to our... So, how's your week been? <clears throat> My week, first and, first and foremost, for those of you that are watching this on YouTube or Facebook, I just realized I have terrible posture. <laughs> Look at this. Look at the way I'm sitting. <clears throat> I wouldn't have noticed he said that. Look at your back against the chair. No, not at all. This is, this is my back is swollen. That's why I pull my seat up far. So yours is, yours is pretty oh, far yeah, I'm back. I'm kind of far, so I lean in. Anyways. The, the hardest part for me during this is what I do with my hands. That's true. Yeah, I that's why I have my hands down here. Well, yeah, because we used to have the desk. So the desk was just right here. And now I do this. Yeah, I'm, I put my hands here. You can't here. see in the podcast. I'm just doing <laughs> movements. But yeah. So anyways, uh, my week. I've been in this weird place of kind of an awe. Um, <laughs> Dude, I knew it. I, as soon as I said it, as soon as it came out of my mouth, mm -hmm. I knew you were going to laugh. Listen, I need to let you guys know because otherwise it's going to sound ridiculous. Uh, that was the word, though. AJ has an issue <laughs> doing the expression when you see something cute, right? You say, aw, or aw. AJ says it in, dare I say, almost creepy way of, ah. So when he said it, anytime he says even more close to that, I hear the inflection. And so that's what he was laughing at because he could see on my face. I was trying to hide it. Anyway, you are in awe. Yeah, I'm in a state of 
of all. You're good. It's good. I can't You're say right. word anymore. <laughs> that word isn't the same it's as when ruined. you. <laughs> it's not the same as when you go ah. Uh. <laughs> so I've been in this state, right? And I think a big thing is, like you said, um, Indiana. It's starting to come back. You know, opening back up slowly. And as that happens, like, what is life going to look like? That's kind of what I've been asking myself. And I haven't came to a, you know, a conclusion yet of, like, what it's going to look like. But I feel like, and I actually talked to somebody about this. I feel like a lot of people are going to look at this situation and then just act like it never happened. Mm -hmm. And that was not my original thought. That's what this person told me. Well, somebody told you that? Um, I don't, I don't know if yeah. it was you. It was somebody. Okay. I just don't remember who it was. I remember Brandon. Yeah, that sounds like him. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't my original thought. So I asked, like, what, what would you want that to look like of people acknowledging the fact that this happened? And what he said was, people care. And I was like, oh, interesting. Like, in this time, people have been so just rampant, right? Self-focused. You think of people in the public, right? Panicking about toilet paper, food, all these things. Not even, you know, daring to look at each other in the eyes. Just kind of head down, get what I need, what I need. Mm -hmm. Get out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just curious. Like, I'm curious. Like, what is that going to look like? Are people going to come in and are they going to be different? Are they going to be the same? Are they going to... Is there going to be, like, feelings of bitterness in a way because... Good. Of the idea, you know, that it's going to go back to what it used to be. So if it's not, are people going to be angry? Or if it does go back to the same, are people going to think that, well, that should have changed people? You know, there's so many different perspectives that people bring into this. <clears throat> yeah. That's a good point. So that's what's been on my mind a little bit. Um, as far as the rest of the week, I would say tiring, <laughs> you know, moving, uh, that's always a load <laughs> on your shoulders. Nice, literally and figured. <laughs> so <clears throat> that, you know, stairs. Yes, and that's that's a tiring process, just getting everything out and then removing it, putting it in somewhere else, and just getting throwing stuff organized. away. Yes, yeah. organizing it. So <clears throat> during that process, it can be a little tiring. So, um, but what's good is perseverance you know i think of small we talk about this a lot doing small things you know doing hard things exactly yeah. doing hard things that may seem small in the moment but are actually huge because they're training you to be bigger yeah you know later on when the big stuff happens <clears throat> and for me that's that's part of it you know i wish i wish me personally that i could do a better job at um thinking that in the moment, right? Because it's so easy to just get lost in it and get caught up in your feelings. You're like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to forget that every moment that you're stepping and discomfort is growing. Mm. And that's very easy to forget. So that's kind of how I'm doing. Overall, I think I'm in a good place. I think that as we start to reopen and life tries to go back to being normal, you know, I'm curious to see how I'm, myself will react, especially to see others. You know, I miss a lot of people. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to be around humanity a lot more than we just were, you know, going back to normal. So. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, man. I would agree with you. Uh, 
it's funny, you know, we've ta- we've had talks about this, yeah. and I I struggle sometimes. I've said this before about how real to be on this, especially when, you know, one of the things that I think it's probably tough for people when they watch our show or listen to right. the podcast is we do try to keep it real, and to them. You know, but but, it, but to them it's a weekly show. So to them it's like, why are we talking about this again? We got to realize a lot of this stuff. We're humans. We're processing things that take longer than a week. <clears throat> and, and honestly, that's one of the things I think we try to really push around here is not push or be an example. But listen, there isn't a timetable sometimes to processing things. Um, and so I apologize to some of you who are like, man, they talk about some of this stuff a lot. Yeah, we do because we're trying to navigate what is life now. How yeah. has it changed? So. I struggle with <clears throat> that a little bit. Do I talk about the things we talk about privately? And um, really, even as you were talking, I was like, this is so good, man. He's sharing some of the things we've talked about. And then I start to go, should I share the things that, you know, some of the struggles I'm having during this that goes along with that? So I'm going to, all that to say. Um, <clears throat> I hope people that are listening, this only typically happens to people that know us. I think they they assume <clears throat> that... I'm talking about them, maybe, which is human nature, or they right. wonder if they're those people. And guys, listen, I'm not talking about an individual, and you can attest to this. It's more of a, I've seen it around, and a lot of this is my own working on myself. So this goes right along with what you said. One of the things that I have I have sort of been made aware of in myself again, and I think this is a family trait. If my family's watching, I think if they're honest, they admit this, the way we're raised is kind of a Southern thing too, is loyalty is very important. Yep. Very important to me. Probably maybe even to a fault, right? Because sometimes I think it can be – if I find in my mind someone's, quote, disloyal and loyalty to me is defined by being with someone, sticking with someone even through tough times, et cetera. <clears throat> not, a, not a perfectionist or anything like that. Um, what can happen is it's difficult for me, I think, to, to show love when someone is not loyal because I distrust them, right? And I'm, that's not okay. So hear me. I'm confessing that on camera to people. So what's been interesting is <laughs> – I'm I'm wrestling with the same thing as you. People, as we open, reopen, I've noticed people in our lives are reopening to us, to me. And it's interesting because, and please hear me, folks. I'm not talking to any of you individually. I haven't heard from certain people. You know, maybe I don't hear from someone at all. Or right. if I do, they disinterested, seem upset. Hmm. And all of a sudden, it's back to we're all friends again, you know. And I think I think this goes back to what you said. I think it's unfair – you know, I, I've got to think through what does that look like. People deal with anxiety differently. Yes. And some people, they, they pull into themselves, and that's okay. Um, well, to a degree. Uh, I do think as Christians we're supposed to look outward and love people. But people are processing all this stuff themselves, and <clears throat> fear is a crazy thing. Yes. You know, anxiety at its base root is fear, right? It's a fear of something. And I think that a lot of people have wrestled with a lot of fear, the fear of the unknown, the fear of if is life going to go back, the fear of this virus. Some people have been really afraid of that. And so as we come out of it and the fear maybe diminishes, people are going to naturally open up more. And I think for me, the challenge is remembering that and not thinking that it's uh, – you actually kind of brought this up. I'm trying to think of what you said. Like I don't want to be bitter. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense yeah. towards certain people? And, 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 I, and I would not – I'm not bitter. But I think if I weren't aware of that and – one of the things to let you guys know that are listening, I do that a lot. I make a habit of confessing those thoughts because for me, 
if I don't confess those, and how many times you know I've come and said, listen, I'm confessing this to you. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> if I don't, then it stays in my head and my mind can start to justify. That's right. It starts to stew. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I encourage you guys when you're having those kind of thoughts to not – to get those out so other people can speak into them. So anyway, I'm sort of – that's been an interesting place that I've been as well, man, is, okay, what does that look like? Um, you know, and allowing people – giving people grace, right? Because certainly I could have done better in a lot of ways too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, a, it is going to be interesting. And I will say, and I stick to this, that uh, people may have, you know, I'm sure people have learned a lot about me, you know, or who I am during times like this, but I've learned a lot about people too. And <clears throat> I hope we all take from this when the pressure was high and the heat was high I hope when the cracks were revealed, we take that seriously and work on them yep. during the time when things, when that pressure goes off. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I, pr I pray that for our church, for our friends, for myself, for you, like that we would grow. Um, because I think where it can get creepy is if we come back and pretend it never happened. Exactly. Only in the sense of <clears throat> the mask goes back on and I'm going to pretend that we didn't see those cracks. Does that make sense? Yep. When I think instead... That shows us the areas we need to be refined in. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. That's really good, man. It's good stuff. This is this has been, you know, for those that are maybe bored by that, I'm sorry. But it's it, I, that's what we pro we're processing it, too. Yes. And what an interesting time. You know, you mentioned this right before we went on, how you've lived in a weird time. You know, you've been in two millennia. You've been mm -hmm. here for 9-11. You've been here for this. You've been here, you know, for all these things. It yes. is a weird time. Um, weird. This generation is going to, you know, what we turn into is very interesting. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. Um, man, that's one thing. Sorry, podcast people. I've said um like 30 times already. Oh, that's okay, man. They're, they love us, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. <clears throat> I think um, it's going to be interesting. I'm also, yeah, I, you said earlier, it's come back to normal. What is normal going to look like? I know, uh, man. You know, sporting events and all these things. I think my one fear, too, this is where it's not political, but I'm sure someone will take it that way. I, I sure hope we don't let fear make us change things that don't need to be changed. Mm. You know, you can't be so afraid of what could happen that you get rid of good things in life. <clears throat> I, Does that make yes, sense? 100% agree with you. Um, people need to, <clears throat> kids need to play a little league and... People need to be able to go bowl, and people need to be able to be in community, and that that's just reality. Yes. And you cannot, in a weird way, is it almost arrogant to think that if I control, we control everything, that we can prevent it? Does that make sense? Because it's this false sense I mean, yeah, of control. Control, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, so. man, and that's not that's not how it works. You know, if anything, especially us as believers, we believe we're actually out of control, and um, it's all in God's hands anyway. You know, we give that control away, so. One thing you said, man, about grace that kind of brought me back to a moment I, I had this week, just reminded me, was uh, it was very interesting. You know, I was I was at Walmart, and as I was coming out, I got in my car and I kind of looked over and I saw this guy in his car, and it was funny because you know it really opened my eyes to how often we look at people. But we're not actually looking at them. We're looking through them. And that's truth. The reason why it hit me so hard was because usually I can look at people and just look at them for a second or two, glance away, whatever, go about my life. Right. Well, as, as soon as I looked at this guy, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. 
and I could just see, like, I could feel, literally feel his, his brokenness. Like, I, he was, he was laying back in his seat, just kind of looking up, like, I closing his eyes, open them, sighing. You could just see that he was tired, exhausted. Something was happening in his life, and I couldn't see mm-hmm. what it was, you know. Um, I sat there for probably two or three minutes just looking at him, and uh, the reason why, when you said grace, is because, you know, everything inside of me was saying, you need to go say something. Even if it's just high, just do it. Just get out of your car. Like, just do it. And I didn't. I drove away. And uh, it kind of sucked, man. Like, I, I got a little emotional about it. And then I was like, man, like, why didn't, why was I so weak? Why couldn't I go just ask this guy how he's doing? You know, why, what, where was the, why was I fearful of that? And, you know, bringing back to grace, like, it's so cool that God was probably looking at me going, it's okay, son. Like, you know, I'll give you another chance. <laughs> There would be another time. But the reason why it hit me so hard, though, is because, you know, what if that was me? What if what if I was the one sitting in that car feeling the, you know, feeling life so heavy that I just wanted to sit there? I mean, there's nobody with him. He's by himself, like, yeah. and looked like he had nobody. I mean, that's, I don't know because I was on the outside. I don't even know this person, but that's what I could just feel from looking at him. And... Uh, like, yeah, like, what if that was me? What if I was the one sitting in that car and the person who saw me, who saw me, actually saw me, decided not to, where would I be, right? <clears throat> you know, so, I don't know, man, just really con- convicting. Like, it started off very condemning because I was like, man, I, you know, I suck. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm weak. I don't deserve to be called a Christian because I can't even go say hi to people and I actually see their pain. Yeah. Like, but then, you know, bringing back to grace, like, how cool is it that we have a God that loves us so much that he goes, hey, I still love you, and you are clean, and you you do have my power, and you will succeed. You know, I'm not finished with you. So good, man. But that just kind of reminded me, you know, you mentioned grace, and I forgot that. I almost, I almost entirely forgot that it actually happened this week. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I've had those moments, man, and they haunt you. And Yes. But, you know it's not there to condemn it's there to you know reveal stuff for us and the lord always uses that stuff for good in some way so that's pretty cool and he is our good father so he doesn't look at you and say yeah now you're not my son you know that's good so anyway i don't know if you want to was that kind of part earlier did you have anything else you want to share that was that was pretty pretty close to being it i think okay so uh it's actually a good segue into the next question so we we got a question this will be a multi-week thing, primarily because we haven't watched the whole thing, but I did start watching. the top, mm-hmm. It says Topic, The Chosen TV Series. So if yep. you guys aren't familiar with that, The Chosen TV Series is a Hollywood-level um, multi-episode series, first of its kind, on the life of the ministry of Jesus. Super cool. So yeah, it's pretty amazing, man. They have their own app. You can actually watch it for free mm-hmm. via their app, cast on your TV or whatever. And you know they ask if you want to donate or whatever, uh, and a lot of people are. And it's, I think it's only four episodes in the first season, maybe eight. I don't remember in the first season. Um, I actually have been impacted by this in a few ways. <clears throat> I hope he's okay. So I had a fam- very close family member who uh, watched this and was so impacted with it that he is now a believer, that he felt like Jesus. He met Jesus for the first time. And we so talked about this a few weeks ago. When you meet Jesus, the true Jesus, I don't care who you are out there. You can think what you want. This mm-hmm. is reality. When you meet the real Jesus, you know it, and you can't get him out of your head. Nope. And, uh, man, he's real and living. So, clearly, I was a fan of it already. I hadn't even watched it because this person 
coming to know Jesus and being a follower now is so incredible for me. Mm. And you know this. I cried tears of joy for sure. I watched the first episode last night. <clears throat> and uh, really, I'll be honest, pretty slow the first episode because it's setting up a lot of characters. Yeah. I do like the humanness of it. Now, before we get com- people complain, you know, it fills in gaps. Yeah. So a lot of times it doesn't change anything. But let's say, you know, it gives us more personality of Peter that we can kind of take from what we know about him. Like right. one of the first scenes is he's fighting someone, <laughs> you know, which we kind of know he is a hothead. We know that from the Gospels. <clears throat> you know, we meet, meet Nicodemus. Um, we meet Mary Magdalene, all these kinds of people, you know, and you sort of forget a couple. This is going to sound crazy considering I preach, but I kind of forgot about, you know, I was thinking Mary Magdalene, you know, that Jesus cast demons out of her. Um, she did. He does. I knew it. Like Once I, it revealed her again, I'm like, oh, yeah. Anyway, he doesn't show up till the end. <clears throat> the whole episode, you're like waiting for Jesus. You know, it's 54 minutes. So he shows up at the end and uh, really powerful, man. Um uh, impacted me already in the sense to remember he ends up saying back to Mary at the very end of this a verse that she had been saying to herself to encourage her and he said it and when he says it he says fear not you are mine and to hear him say it to her instead of just as the verse from Isaiah uh, very emotional man and reminding of that of, of his love you know and I've had these thoughts before I we talked about this before that when he heals one of the things that's been in my mind a lot the leper he didn't say now, I'm going to tell you all the crappy things you've done. Mm-hmm. He healed him. Yep. You know, the leper said, please don't, you know, turn away from me. I won't turn away from you. Please, I know if you you could heal me if you're willing. And he just says, I'm willing and touches him. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. But all, And just <clears throat> to remember that he is he's not condemning. And for some reason, having Jesus in person and this the way this film is, and I believe it's blessed, man, I do. And, he, and you know, I, literally Jesus was on there for a minute. And it was impactful. And... Um, we kind of even talked about this this morning about with another intern, Clint, a little bit different, but the same topic of how he loves us. And, you know, our failings aren't there to condemn us. And even mm-hmm. in our failings, as he's making us holy outwardly, he already sees us as holy, you know, and it's just a beautiful thing, man. So topic chosen. We'll keep updating. I know AJ already has the app. We're going to be watching this and oh, yeah. we'll kind of talk to you guys Very excited. Um, as we go along and keep you updated. But I'll tell you this. Um, because of my family connection, I'm a huge fan. There are people, you know, there's always these religious people like, we don't know it's this, and how do you know it's that? Why don't you chill out, yeah. relax, understand that the scripture's not being changed. It's mm-hmm. just filling in details, and I don't think for a second God would be angry about that. Absolutely so, not. And I know my relative would not be saved were it not for this show. So to me, it's already done something and impacted someone eternally. That's right. And it's impacted me. I'm excited to see it. So, Amen. like, if you guys haven't watched it, you can go watch it. It's a free app. Type in the Chosen app. You can then uh, cast it to your TV, watch from it's your very phone. very cool. Yeah, so. Very easy to uh, just kind of work with, too. I mean, it's very easily accessible. Yeah. That's what well, I already know I'm going to be donating for their season their season two. Um, yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> yeah, they have, a, they have a lot of backers, man. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So, it's exciting stuff. And uh, let us know if you've watched it in the comments below. If you watched The Chosen, how it impacted you? Did you like it? Did you not? Let us know. Awesome. Uh, I think we'll answer one question here. Okay. And then um, we'll have a lot, but then we'll do maybe a topic. Okay. So the question is, maybe two. How are we doing time-wise, intern? Good? All right. Being quarantined, this is the question. Being quarantined got me thinking. I'm normally the quiet guy. 
I love my church family, but I feel like everyone who, quote, cares about me, end quote, in the church always forgets about me slash only talks to me when I can do something for them. Hmm. So no real question, um, but it sounds like, well, first of all, they wanted to share that that hurt, right? Whether they said it or not, that's a hurt. Yeah. And then maybe us speaking to that a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. Like you said, a hurt, a wound, like that's something that haunts them. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it definitely causes some sort of like trust issue within letting people in as like your actual friend or, sure. you know, um, first off it, that, you know, that's, that's tough because I know, I know it's hard to think that people only care about you because you're good at stuff or people only care about you because they think that, you know, well, they can always do something for me. And, mm. you know, I think when I think about this, I think of Joseph in Genesis. Um, I think of Joseph when he goes and does, uh, he interprets people's dreams, right? Mm-hmm. And they really just kind of, in my opinion, the way that story lays out is they kind of use him for that. And then he's still sitting in prison afterwards for a while before they come back and get him. And the way I think of it is that he faithfully served. Like he didn't, you know, in those moments you're faithfully serving not only to people, but you're, you're faithfully serving God. And I think Joseph had a really good understanding of that. And he was confident that whatever God was going to, ha- you know, put in front of him, you know, he was going to do it joyfully. And I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, and I think another thing, it just depends on how... Not how, but what what people are coming to you with, you know, or what people are are putting in front of you. You know, I think if people are causing you to stumble, maybe there should be some sort of change. But if people are asking, you know, try to consider just loving people. It's just you loving people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say <clears throat> that since you are feeling this way, I think it's okay to go, hey, you know, but this is this is. This is where, you know, your part comes in where you have to tell people, this is how I feel. You know, I feel like I'm only used because I know how to do things or, you know, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to let people know that and let them respond. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, first off, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, that's a hurtful thing. Yes. And I'm sorry you feel that way, to feel like you aren't loved for who you are but what you bring. Yep. I will say this. You know, it may feel like when you're the quiet person that that happens, you know, sort of – it sort of uh, is a circle. So you're quiet, which then in your mind people don't see you. And then they don't – because you feel like people don't see you, you're quiet. And it's sort of this cycle. I'll tell you this. You know, I'm not a quiet person and I feel this way. I feel at times that people only contact me when they want to complain, typically, you know, or or have uh, or angry or you know, whatever it is, <clears throat> you know. For me, sometimes as a quote leader end quote, you know, I give direction and no one listens. But then when there's a fire, they want me to fix it, right? <clears throat> Which is part of it. And so I only say that to say you're not alone in that feeling. Mm. Uh, a couple things come to mind. One is the hard part, and two is the maybe the encouraging. Here's the hard part, and I. I you, you get out of community what you put in. So I think you've already shared something. If you're a quiet person and you don't typically talk, how do people know that you want to talk? How That's do people good. know that you want to have connection? Because there are people who are very quiet and very shy. I and mean, this happens all the time. And then they feel very lonely and they're like, no one loves me. No one reaches out. And they almost have this expectation that everyone is to chase them. 
Well, people, you know, to a degree they should. You should, you know, people should love on you and see you. But mm. at the same time, if you put up a wall that looks like I don't want anything to do with you mm. or I'm not ever putting effort in, do you ever put effort in? Do you reach them? If not, then it's kind of unfair yes. for you to expect them to know that you want that kind of connection. That's good. Does that make sense? Yep. So being quiet, you don't – I always say this. You don't have to be community, – community as in different tribes of people need different types of – of people, mm-hmm. you know, if everyone was like me or everyone's like you, we would all probably talk over each other. Maybe you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You need people that are quieter. However, being a quiet, shy, introvert, all those types of things is not an excuse to not invest in community. That's good. And yep. again, just like farming in a way, you're going to get out of community what you put in. That's just reality. Yep. So I would encourage you first and foremost to stop. You know, if you don't feel like you're getting quality community or you're getting community that only uses you, why don't you focus on being quality community and see if you can maybe start a spark, if that makes sense, of people who will want yes. to do that with you. I love that, man. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that's bringing it back to, like, you can only control yourself. Yeah. So do what you can. And it's and I'm not saying that in a, in a judgmental, condemning way, but let's you've got to be realistic. You know, you have to. I, I have known people who have been upset at me that I didn't talk to them or whatever, and I can promise you I they seem like the— have you ever met a person who just doesn't want to talk and they seem mm-hmm. irritated when you talk to them Yep. because they're quiet or whatever? And those people are hard because you're like, well, loving them seems like leaving them alone to a degree, right? <laughs> um, yeah. That's not always the case. I think of Grant. He knows who he is. You know, we had to push through with that and sometimes still do, man. It's literally the first yeah. person about me. And, and he, he wants connection, but I think he you – know, I don't think he carries in our life. He's like family. So, you know, he's a guy that we had to push through to get to that. But – He'll tell you the same thing. I know he would. You get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that would be my advice to you. I would also, I would say, I would echo what AJ said as far as this, there's people that come to your mind, whoever wrote this question, when you think about I'm only contacted when I, I'm needed. Yes, so absolutely. you should go to those people and mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, I know this is hard. It hits our pride. We don't ever want anyone to know they hurt, especially if you're a guy. I don't know if this is a guy or a girl, but guys are actually both are bad. Just uh, with being prideful, just go forward and say, hey, you know, I know this probably isn't true. Don't come at them with assumptions or accusations, but I know this probably isn't true, but I feel like our relationship is is just based on what I can do for you. And, and I just want to give you an opportunity to speak into that, you know, and you'll find out where they're at. Mm-hmm. So great question though. Moving on. You're probably gonna ask this time, so you might want to buckle up, buddy. I'm buckling. We'll see if I can do it. Right. Um let's go with number four. Okay. And then we'll go right to two here and talk about it for a few minutes. All right, next question is Do you think we need other people? I know the Bible says it's not good for a man to be alone, but it is a need for us to be in relationship with people or can relationship with God fully sustain us? It is, but is it a need? Yes. So close, guys. Uh, yeah, so it's asking, do essentially, you know, do we really need other people? Um, is it a need for us to be in relationship with people? Or can relationship with God fully sustain us? I feel like you kind of set me up here um, because you're trying to get me in a weird way. I don't think you meant to. Maybe you did. You're trying <laughs> to imply that community, maybe giving yourself a doorway out of community by saying that your relationship with God is fully sustaining you. First of all, um, I, read, I heard this in a testimony the other day, and I thought it was beautiful online. And the guy said, I was failing miserably as being a disciple, a solo disciple of Jesus, until I realized there are no solo disciples of Jesus. That's not how it works. We are in groups. <laughs> so um, you, you just said it. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Can God fully sustain you? Absolutely he can. Does that mean that's what he wants from you for you? No. 
that doesn't mean I'm not talking about romantic relationship even. In fact, you know, if you're listening, you want to know some in more in depth. We had a series called Wired for Relationship yep. here at the Remnant. You can go to www.theremnant.life/sermons, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, or just go to www.theremnant.life and you can listen to that very first one called Wired for Relationship. It's really good. Um, actually, I think that's the Love, Respect, Sex one. Yep. The, love, the series is Love, Respect, Sex, and it's called Wired for Relationships. So go check that out. But you know, God has meant for us. To be in community, that's a fact. I can give you verse after verse. Um, we see in Acts 2 that they lived in deep community together. In fact, they went so far as to sell their items and share with each other. Yep. I'm not saying we got to do that, but what if you had to or what mm-hmm. if God asked you to? We know in Galatians 6, 2, it says to carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. That's right. The Bible says to weep with each other when we weep, to laugh when we laugh with each other, You know, to have joy. So, yeah, we're to be in community. Can God sustain you, particularly during dry spells when— you don't have community? Absolutely. We see that in the life of Jesus. You know, he, Jesus, by the way, Jesus was in community. Mm. Take a second, let that sink in. Jesus was in community. He had 12 disciples. And in mm-hmm. fact, during the time when he really needed them, he took three of his best friends with him to pray. Now they failed him. Yep. They got selfish, fell asleep. And that's when God sustained him. Right. But at the same time, and, and when he was led to the cross and he was completely alone, God fully sustained him. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't in community other times. So good, man. Uh, hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely. Both ways. I got Can nothing you... to add to that. Yep. So. <clears throat> All right. I think we're going to dive into this topic. And uh, Miss Candice, I don't know if we should say her last name. We won't. But you know who you are. Hopefully you're watching. She gave us this topic in the live episode mm-hmm. last week. And we asked her to post it so we'd remember to talk about it. Because it's a great topic. Absolutely. And something that personally I'm very passionate about. Because I think there is a huge clue to the mystery of the gospel in it. Mm. Would you like to? Yes, and that topic is dying to yourself. Dying to self. So I'll read right. a couple of verses, and then I'll let you kind of give some thoughts to that. Absolutely. This concept's all throughout Scripture. I'm just going to read a few verses that sort of talk about it. Um, here we go. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives with me, who lives in me. Excuse me. Luke 9.23 says, and he, this is Jesus, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Mm. Galatians 5.24, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. Right? Cruci- crucifixion during this time would have been the most painful way of death they know. That's right. Crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Um, for whoever, Mark 8.35, Jesus says, for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake in the Gospels will save it. Matthew 10, uh, 38 says, And whoever does not, this is Jesus again, whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Uh, I'm trying to make sure. I mean, there's, it goes on and on. Yep. Colossians 33, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Uh, and again, you know, Matthew 16, 24, all the Gospels say, Then Jesus told disciples, disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Um, so, yes, uh, Romans 6, 8. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And then the entire verse, I want to read this last one because I think this is good. Luke 9. 23 and 24, and he, he being Jesus, said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. So any thoughts on that? Yes. Um, 
re so when I'm listening to all these verses, there's a reoccurring theme that pops into my head. And, and that is, it's not about you. Hmm. As humans, we are naturally selfish. We want what we want. We want what we desire. Even though there is a over... And if, honestly, in my opinion, this can apply to people who aren't even believers. There is an over... There's an overarching sense of right and wrong, right? But we control whether we want to be right or wrong. We decide that ourselves a lot of the time. We mm. go, well, you know, society says this is wrong, but I like it, so I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's how it works a lot of the time. Jesus Christ came to earth and showed us what it was supposed to be like according to God, who is the creator of the universe. <laughs> yeah. So he decides what right and wrong is. When the Bible talks about dying to self, taking up your cross, it's saying it doesn't matter what you want today. What does Jesus want? Dude, that's so good. It doesn't matter what you want. That's so good. I even like that as a saying. It doesn't matter what you want today. What does Jesus want today? That's so good, man. Yes. And we so often, that's why it's so important to read this book. Mm -hmm. Because this book tells you Bible, what you're yeah. supposed to do. And it's natural for us, since we've fallen so far away from God, that us, as humans, without Jesus, we're just sinful. That's all we are. <laughs> we're sinful. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, it says in the Bible, it says, your best day is like filthy rags compared to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Because even in the midst of us trying to do good, we're still so selfish. Our hearts are in the right place. Our minds are not in the right place. All these things. You know, Jesus bridged that gap. Um, it's just about, it doesn't matter. Like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what you want. It's about what Jesus wants you to do. And then, you know, people who get stuck on, well, I don't know what he wants me to do. He talks about it. <laughs> and, and we know we have the Holy Spirit guiding us. And I think yes. we lie to ourselves. He, I, I, man, that's, that's good. That's good. We do lie to ourselves. That's so good. And I'll tell you this. So I love that Jesus, the reason, you know, I've talked about this a lot. I talk about all the time. In fact, for me, I know some people don't like this side of Jesus, but for me, for some reason, because maybe it talks about killing, you know, dying to self and all these things. Um, <clears throat> he's not talking about killing yourself physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it, it's so true, man. It's this idea, and you said it, Todd, in himself, you know, his natural state yep. <clears throat> rebels against God. Yes, it I does. do it all the time. And, you know, I, it, is a, it is a daily, and he says that every day, take up your cross That's and right. follow me. Every day, it is a weight to follow him. You know, there's another verse that Jesus said, it's all about understanding that to follow Jesus is a cost and it is going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to be a weight at times and it's going to go countercultural to what this world says. So when he says, listen, you want to save your life, you want life the way you want, you'll lose it. If you die to your desires and your natural desires, right? We're talking about those evil, sinful things. You will find it. That's so deep, man. Yes. I will find who I really am yeah. when I give up my pride and give up what I think I want for what God knows I need. That's right. <clears throat> God sees us as perfect. Because, because through Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Through Jesus. Once we, accept he did. Yeah, once we accept Jesus. The moment we accept Jesus, we are so close on the edge of self-discovery mm. of who we really are. When you accept Jesus, the natural you dies. You mm -hmm. become... Well, yeah, it says that. You are. 
And the more that you follow that path, the more that is revealed to you. You start to learn more about yourself. You start to see all these things that you never saw before. Mm -hmm. The layers are peeled away. I love you. The first time you ever use that analogy, it's always stuck with me. When you are not a believer, you have all these layers that are sitting over your eyes. And in a way, you're blind. And it's funny because we don't think we're blind. He says that to the Pharisees <laughs> yeah. in the Gospels. He yeah. says, you know, they say, look, look we're, not, we're not blind, Jesus. And he says, yeah, well, if you said you were, I, I could, could help you. I could, yeah, that's right. We could help. I could help. And that's what a lot of the world is. So when you finally put your faith in Christ and you let it go, those those layers are peeled. You start mm -hmm. to slowly peel them away and you start to see what true reality really is and what the situation we are in is. And when, once you see that, man, I'm not saying it's, I mean, it's, it's easier, but it's still not easy. It's easier to release control and realize, man, I need Jesus. Like if I didn't have Jesus, yeah, I am, you know, I'm doomed essentially. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Christians, a lot of the struggle of Christians in our faith and following Jesus, I hear this all the time, is that they think that because we're empowered by the Holy Spirit and we know Him and we'll know the truth is that we're going to always naturally want to do the right thing. And that's not true And I think if you will stop thinking that way mm -hmm. and you will stop getting depressed because you still want to do things that you shouldn't do, like mm -hmm. quit thinking that way. Yeah. Of course it's going to be hard. The very fact that you're aware of it is is a blessing that's yes. the holy spirit that's the scene mm -hmm. you've got to understand that you're still going to be tempted to do those things you're still yes. going to want to do those things and you need to understand that it is hard of course it is quit waiting for there's so many people even in our church who i've been like this is I hate this. Life is so much harder and I want to go, yes, that's the proof that this is real because that's right. it is harder, but it is better. Of course, it's going to be harder to go against the stream. Of course, it's going to be hard to go against culture. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, all those things. But over time, it becomes more natural to do those things. Yes. The more we choose to die to self, because the other side of dying to self is living in Christ. Mm. You know, we are crucified on that cross with him and we are you know, raised with him. Um, and so, you know, guys out there that are listening or watching, stop waiting for it to be easy and start killing those parts of you. Yes. And you want to know how to kill it? By the daily decisions to not let it control you. <sighs> Every single time you choose to follow God when you don't want to is mm -hmm. another death blow to your flesh. That's right. And then eventually, right, it gets weaker and weaker. Yep. So and that's why it's so important to be in the moment. Mm. Yeah. And in a weird way, man, when it when it talks about Jesus says it all the time, you know, there's encouragement in that. He says, you know, you're going to suffer. And, you know, following me, it's going to be hard. But he also says that, you know, you're going to be blessed for that and to hold on tight. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's never going to be anything that you're going to lose in this world that isn't going to be made up for in the next when the kingdom sure. comes. That's a that's a promise. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you know, dying to self is understand is, is dying to people. Going, so I should never have what I want. No, listen. We're talking about those sinful things. And if your desires, here's how you know whether it's a good desire. If your desire contradicts God's, it needs to die. Yep. If it doesn't, then that's just who you are. Yep. Right? And that's okay. That's right. So dying to self is so crucial to understanding the, a little bit of the mystery of the gospel. And, you know, I just read a bunch of those verses. Go read that. And that's the beauty, man. Um, I hope it is something that could probably take a whole episode, so it's hard. Yeah. But, yeah. like, understand the beauty of that, of... Mm -hmm. He has empowered us to do that and that we are a new creation. And that goes back to what you said. I used to sometimes – I see it a couple ways. One, I'm covered in grime and he's slowly covering it off to show me who I really am. Mm -hmm. Or that I'm this weird 
because there's a verse that says where God has promised what happens when we become saved. He said, I will take your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Mm. And I get this picture of these statues that he's chipping off and underneath are real living that's right. human beings, you know, and that's, you got to kill that statue that's right. to be who you really are. Mm -hmm. So awesome question, Candace. Uh, Candace, if you're watching and you have any thoughts on that or anyone else has any thoughts on dying to self or questions, you can drop them in the comments below. We yes. interact with those. I'm going to start doing a better job. I know you do a great job. I do Thanks, read man. them guys. I read them all. <laughs> um, so uh, I will respond to those and yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably intern Clint's probably going to tell us wrap it up here would be, yep. Uh, great job. That guy does a great job Absolutely. too, man. We might be the last week we have him yeah, for this right. show. So uh, big shout out to him. We'll let you guys know he's got a, he's got a new job. We're proud of him, excited. He's still gonna be involved. Absolutely. But he yeah. may not be here for these uh, these, these pre-recorded. Yeah, but these, he'll be there tapings. for live, ready to yell at us when he eats hot stuff and yep. have a good time. So <laughs> love that guy. He's done a great job. Really helped oh, us man, take this to the next level. Blessing. So shout out to you, man. Love you. Appreciate you. Um, love late, you dude. Yeah. Anything else you got? Um, no, I don't think so. If you're listening on a podcast, thank you guys so much. Like I said, we hit a, a milestone of just getting that, those first 100 downloads, and that's because you guys, um, it's so cool to have a new platform out there just floating around, and you guys are just kind of latching onto it. So shout out to everyone who's who's uh, listening on the podcast, and also for you who are still watching on YouTube or Facebook, thank you guys as well. You guys have been here for you know 62 episodes. That's insane. 62 weeks of mayhem and craziness that we've, you guys <laughs> have put up with us. So, yes, what a huge blessing. You guys mean the world to me, and uh, you guys make an impact in my life. So thank you so much. I would echo what he said, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, man, we've had a great time. Please like this video, yes. comment, share. Let's break the Facebook algorithm. You let's guys go. Been, let's, let's, let's smash some records. Let me... Repeat, let's, let's, less 12 times. Let's, let's, less. Anyway, thank you guys so much. The link above is active 24-7-365 at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do that anytime from your phone, completely tax deductible at www.theremnant.life slash give. But either way, you can support us just by liking and sharing this video. That's right. We appreciate you guys. I think that's about it. I think so. We'll hopefully see you next week. And we'll see you this Thursday live at 9 p.m. for Real Talk Live, where the talk is real and the entertainment's cheap. Yep, that's what I it remembered. is. All right. Hey, have a great day, and God bless you.